It's time to watch The Muppets with special guest Jean-Pierre Rampal. Almighty. How are you, Megan? I'm good. It's been a day. I'm a little tired. Um, I got myself a little treat today, and by treat, I mean I totally told myself I was going to start eating healthy today, and did I? No. It's like I want to be Goldie Hawn in Death Because Okay, so what did you do, and then I'll make you feel better? Doug, you did not beat me (laughs) on this one. (laughs) This is some old school Megan shit. What did you do? Okay, so yes, it all starts with yesterday. Once upon a time. Once upon a time yesterday, I was driving to Costco and to the pet store to get my pet, who needs to be on anxiety meds now, pill pockets. Okay. As I'm going to the store, I get pulled over by a police officer, who I have to say was kind to me, because Mm -hmm. they haven't always been kind. And everything was fine with my, you know, car. Everything's fine. The only thing that's not fine is that I haven't... Paid for my registration in a year. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Let me let me take this burden off of you because our registration came the other day because ours is up in November. And uh, Liz paid it immediately. But we had leased our cars for so long that this was a thing that I kind of forgot you had to do. And when that came, I was like, ooh, barf. It's $75 to like do this you know whatever it, it's absolutely bullshit to register your car to drive in the state like get fucked new jersey first of all but yeah so like as a former leaser to now have to <laughs> you know remember to do these things when they come in the mail i, I mean understand. I, I used to be on top of all my own car stuff but my car's paid off mm-hmm. lisa d- handles the insurance yeah like i Get gas, and I just tell Lisa yeah. when I need an oil change. She that's a different. You, yes, all. you're in a. That's that's above your pay grade, right? You, this, you know, I don't yeah. worry about car. I don't I just, worry about this anymore. That's what I have a wife. For. Exactly. This is why I have a wife. She does this. She mm-hmm. does this. I do have to get my car inspected, which I bet you I can convince her to do for me because she does those things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so. So it's been a year since you paid for, since you too. registered your car. And I'm like, well, I registered my motorcycle. I'm like, I thought I registered uh-huh. something. It's like BMW, whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is my motorcycle. Cool. So I could drive my motorcycle, but I can't drive my car. So, <laughs> so what did, did he? What? He had to ticket me uh-huh. because it's been a I, year. <laughs> but he said he wouldn't impound my car. Okay. And that I'm lucky I didn't get pulled over in Edison, and I got pulled over in my own town. Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, I, I am very lucky that yeah. you pulled me over. Uh-huh. And he was like, why don't you just go home and try to pay it online before you head to Costco? And I said, I will do that. Yeah. So that's what I did. And his printer wasn't working, so he couldn't give me the ticket. He was like, we'll mail it to you. Oh, so, thank you. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll look out in the mail for it. Thank you. Oh, no. So I pull, I go home, and I set my computer up or whatever, and then I forgot that I needed my insurance card and all that. Mm-hmm. So I go back to my car, and as I'm walking back to my car, I see the cop pull up to my house. I figured it out. Give me the <laughs> ticket right out the window. I'm like, 
Thank you, sir. <laughs> hey, babe, I got it to work. Don't hey, worry. $55 ticket. I'll take oh, it. Oh, that's no not points. bad. No points. That's not bad. So I had to go to work an hour late today because I luckily got an appointment at the DMV in mm-hmm. Dayton, which is South South brunswick Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's uh, I had to, uh, and I had no gas in my car this morning. My light was on. I was running lit. It's been a whole thing. So I got curlers there. Curlers still in yeah, your hair. Yeah, curlers in my hair. I have pimple patches on right now. Um, so we get there. I, honestly, in and out. That's basically, good. Basically, in and out. Ninety three dollars. Barf. I can say this is again. This is not something I take care of. I hand it to my wife and I go. We have to pay this. Yeah. And she goes, "Okay, ninety three okay, dollars." So anyway, so because I was late wow. for work today, mm-hmm. I was driving down Route One to go to my job, which was in Edison. Mm-hmm. Don't at me. Don't try to find my job. And I passed. I knew. I was going to be passing the Jollibee, which usually has a long line. Uh-huh. And I said to myself, I wonder what time Jollibee opens. And I said, hey, Siri, what time does Jollibee open? And she said 9 a.m. 9 a.m. And it was 9.15. And I said, yes. So I went to Jollibee and I bought a bucket of chicken tenders for $26. Megan, I ten, can't even look at you and ask you this. What ten is a- chicken tenders. Ten chicken tenders for twenty six dollars. Yeah, it was a lot. Thanks, Biden. Yeah, Biden inflation. It was tasted like Ohio chicken. It tasted oh, so, it was so good. fucking this good. Is good. Okay. And I gave away three pieces, and I ate <laughs> seven. No, don't say all of the other ones. You have to count how many pieces you had, Megan. I ate seven. Oh my god! <laughs> Plus a bag of grapes. And then my yogurt breakfast, and then a banana. Yogurt breakfast. <laughs> you so you fully absorb. You're just a hobbit. Oh, wait, and before I left the house, I had a big piece of sourdough toast. So I was going to make you feel better, and I was going to say after no. I'd had a chaotic day, my wife brought me Taco Bell, and I got myself a Starbucks Trenta iced coffee. But you're right. You you're right. You you beat me. Shame! <laughs> Shame! And I don't know why. Why don't you get me started? Jollibees. All right, why don't we get things started? Yeah, we maybe? need to because I don't want to think about this. <laughs> uh, cold open, Pops greets Jean-Pierre Rampal. Huh? Hey, who are you? I'm Jean-Pierre Rampal, the guest star of the show. Oh, yeah, Jean-Pierre Rampal, the musician fella. Yeah, well, we got your instruments right here. Yeah, but I don't play the fruit. I play the flute. Well, flute, fruit, what's the difference? Hit it, boys. Yes, we have no bananas. We have no Yes, bananas. we have no more bananas. Yes, we have no bananas. This is a Muppet-ass song, right? It is, like- and it's a classic. And Benjamin, my stepson, has this record, and... Oh, I forgot that that yeah, was. Yeah, this we is the second that. time they've used this song on the Muppet Show. Yeah, we did see this already in a Swedish Chef bit in episode four twelve. Oh, three times. And we saw this in episode two oh eight. They love with this Marvin one. Suggs. That's the one I remember. And this is episode five ten. Oh, you know what I didn't do? We got to rewind a little bit, Megan. Oh. 
This aired in the UK. Mm-hmm. This aired in the US. Guys, we're watching the Jean Pierre Rampal episode. I always, I because of that's how you pronounce it. I'm like Ron Paul. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> and you know what? I keep thinking, and the Rampal's red glare. <laughs> Like is that? Of, and the wait, what is it? The ramparts. Ramparts What's, we watched. They were so uh, valiantly. <laughs> and the Ron Pauls we watched. What are I don't we know singing? the song. What is that one? It's an American song. Wait. Oh, say can you? Right. Is this the, not the national anthem? No. Star Spangled Banner. Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> How does the national anthem go again? I pledge allegiance. No. <laughs> Okay, we watched... <laughs> That's the Apostles' Creed to Catholicism. <laughs> we watched episode 510, Jean-Pierre Rampal, airing in the UK on November 30th, 1980, and airing in the US on January 17th, 1981. I know you changed the subject, because you can't think of <laughs> the national anthem. Um, Hail Mary, full of grace. <laughs> No, that is the national anthem. The national anthem is. Oh, say can you see? What do they sing at the baseball games? What is that one? Kate Smith sang. Who's Kate Smith? She's an old time radio person, and the Yankees used to play. Not the national. It was it the national oh, anthem. What else do they do? The Why can't I think of the American, the other American? It's song? the Star Spangled Banner. Oh, what's the difference? Is Star Spangled Banner you're a grand old black? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? how come we don't know our American songs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Megan, because it's October. Okay, <laughs> this <laughs> is Halloween. <laughs> this is Halloween. This isn't Fourth of July. Wait, how come we haven't talked about Halloween? We haven't. I went on a Halloween motorcycle ride with a group of ladies. You did? That was cool. Ladies who, who motorcycle ride? Ladies who motorcycle ride. Is there ride. like a name for this gang? The Litas of Hunterton County, New Jersey. That's pretty cool. <laughs> and then I went to the city on Saturday night, which yeah. was to see Danny DeVito in I Need That. Oh, that's Him cool. And his daughter were in it. It was good. Weird. Was, yeah, he's related to me, 100%. Uh-huh. He's just, yeah, <laughs> he's like an uncle. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the city was disgusting. And... I witnessed a woman, something I haven't seen before. I usually see dicks when I go to the city. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they're just out peeing and doing their thing. But this time, I was walking back to the train station, and this woman stops in the middle of the crosswalk mm-hmm. at an intersection where everyone is looking at her, and she pulls her pants down, and she squats, and she pees a pee like just a racehorse. Going. Like... Damn! Like a cra- like she had never peed before, and she's laughing, and she's just like <laughs> like cackling. And I was like, "Wow, this is fucking weird." Great! I can't wait to leave New York City. <laughs> it's not for me anymore. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> anyway, that's my Halloween. I'm hoping to have a nice Halloween. Halloween is tomorrow. We have a signing in the shop. That sounds really cool. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. And you have Signing a Halloween book. Come in. We'll have some trick or treaters. We have free comics for the trick or treaters. That's so good. I, last year Halloween was on a Monday, so we were closed because we're closed on Mondays. So I didn't get to see that last year. You have year. a side house, so you don't get a lot of trick or treaters. Yeah, I don't get trick or treaters to the house. You guys must get trick or treaters, right? Yeah, they're very cute. That's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Maybe next year I'll just go to your house you on should. Halloween and Actually, just watch the yeah. trick or treaters because I never get to see them anymore. And you want to see kids in cool costumes and stuff, you know? It's Honestly, how I met a lot of my neighbors. Too. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. I imagine that's pretty nice. Yeah. You know, like, and you guys have like a, a nice big spot there. You get, you know, 
right there on the corner. So you must see a lot of folks, you we know. We have not decorated for Halloween. I wonder if Lisa's going to put like a pumpkin out and say like we do have candy. You have to put a pumpkin out to be like yeah. this denotes that it's that it's Halloween. Halloween is is That's accepted the rule. here. Is that still the rule? I would say so. Yeah, because that yeah. was a rule when I was a kid. No decorations. Don't you go pass knock. it? Oh, the porch light's not on. Don't knock. Move along. That's rude. So the Muppet Show theme, Gonzo plays a few notes of "Great Day" on his trumpet and says, "Eat your heart out, Gillespie." I guess that's a dizzy Gillespie reference. That's a dizzy reference. Yeah. So Megan, this episode opened up with something very exciting. We got to see this previously in episodes of Muppets Mayhem, where they were reminiscing about the old times, the mayhem. I Kermit declares the Muppet Show has been named the number one show hosted by frogs. Teases flautist Jean-Pierre Rampal as the guest and introduces the opening number. Janice and the Electric Mayhem. I love that it's presented as Janice and the Electric Mayhem. She is the star of it. Yeah. Yeah. Sing Rockin' Robin, perched on tree branches. The Robin... And some birds are joined by Dr. Teeth on the trombone, Lips on the trumpet, and Animal, Zoot, and Floyd. This is a really cool set piece that, like... I love this. They're all sitting on their own individual branches. It looks so cool. Do you see their legs up? Yeah. And And I love that Kermit's like... What are these people doing in the tree? And I'm like, I love when they refer to Muppets as people. That, like, yeah, these are the beings that exist in this world, and they're just <laughs> sitting in a tree. Animals even got a full drum kit here. I just heard you start doing the hit me like a hurricane. That's what I was thinking when I saw this. Have you listened to the Mayhem soundtrack outside of just watching the show? I haven't either. I don't want to think about. I like. I really actually like the Mayhem and the Muppets part. Uh huh. Anytime I think about. Not Hannah, Hannah's sister. No. Nora. Nora? I'm yeah. like, how can you not know her name when you do the perfect animal yeah. saying she her just, name? just, I can't. Yeah. No, I agree. And that seems to be the general consensus on, consensus on the internet also. Oh, nobody that, liked like, her? That, no, just like the people were too covered. It was not necessary that they be that heavy influenced on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a show about the electric mayhem that starred a human called Nora. You know what I mean? That was weird. It was weird. Um, I did love the Muppets parts of it. And when I saw the mayhem sing Rock and Robin, I was like, wait, didn't they reference them doing Rock and Robin in the mayhem? Yeah. Yeah. There was an episode where they're watching. Did you say that to me? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) I saw that I had a weird voicemail from someone and it said, it said, because you know how like it shows you what it says? Uh Uh-huh. It said, hey, this is Jimmy. We were just speaking on the phone. Call me back. I'm like. Uh But meanwhile, when you pick it up, it's someone from New Jersey. It's like, hey, this is Jimmy. I was just calling upon you on the phone. And it translated it to something different, right? I. Yeah, I was looking at you dead in the eyes while you were fixing out your phone. And I was like, I'm going to vamp by way of telling the actual stuff that goes on on this show. But yeah, um, they did play this on a clip on the Mayhem show. And then as they played this and some other cool clips. They played them like on the Macy's Day Parade, I think. Mm -hmm. There was a bunch of really neat clips. I was really excited to see them incorporate some of that stuff in like the reminiscing, you know. Backstage, Miss Piggy refuses to perform with Beauregard, dismissing the idea of performing with a mouth organ playing stagehand. Eager for more culture and refinement, she agrees to sing with a flautist. Mouth organ is the one of the most disgusting expressions. Doesn't that isn't that disgusting? I don't know what it is. Mouth organ. Right? Doesn't it have like a I don't know. Don't like the connotations that I feel like it it invokes. You know, like, it makes me think about 
I watch too much TikTok. I actually should stop. But there's this one guy. He's like, uh, he's like the number guy. He calls himself like, fuck, what does he call himself? Like G33 or something? GG33. And he's like, the num- he like is all about numerology. Okay. And I, don't, I can't remember if he said number nines, which I am a life path nine, or if he said the year of the cat, which I'm also the life, I'm also a life path, uh, year of the cat. He said, you guys got to watch your mouth organs and your tongue. You remember what happened to Michael Douglas? And I was like. <laughs> That's what I'm th- saying. Yup, I do. You remember but, what dude, happened to Dude, if Catherine jones was my wife. That's, that's a don't very care. hilarious thing that he was like, I got mouth cancer. From eating pussy. You know where I got it. Like, Damn. From my wife. From my wife. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <clears throat> Ralph the dog plays piano for Jean-Pierre and Piggy's performance of Lo, Hear the Gentle Lark. Neither nah, Piggy nor Jean... Not that one. She hit the flow. <laughs> Neither Piggy nor Jean-Pierre seem crazy about sharing the stage as they usually play alone. The rest of the song takes the takes an almost competitive tone, but it ends in grace as Jean-Pierre kisses Piggy's hand. So let's look up low. Hear the gentle lark. Um, it's like operatic. Yeah. Uh, lyrics by William Shakespeare, dog. You ready? So it's some British shit. This is all information about this bit. This is nothing about... Damn. Okay, this is music by Henry Rowley Bishop with lyrics by William Shakespeare. The source is it's from the poem... Venus a and poem. Adonis. A poem. <laughs> Put your phone down. You know what I went to look at my notes for this episode. Oh, you took notes. Damn. A little bit, yeah. If I don't take the notes, I don't remember every little memory that I have. Bear on patrol. Patrol bear arrests a car. ZZXKL. This is like the Herbie of the. I'm going to click on this guy in a second because that's a hyperlink. For double parking, Bear on Patrol and the chief can't understand his honking, so they bring in Gonzo to interpret. I ZZXKL is a license plate number of a car who was arrested for double... Oh, okay. Thank that's you. That's hilarious. All they did was give me the same exact information of what has happened in this did episode. You ever, we've talked about the Herbie movies before. You've seen the Herbie... You've seen Herbie Goes Bananas, Megan... Right? Do you know last yesterday? So yesterday I was driving to my grandmother in law's house Herbie in Lakewood. You? No, no, but I drove past a Herbie, like a decked out be bug. It that was, was a Herbie? with the fifty four and everything, ah. but it was um like Lindsay Lohan era, oh, okay. like the more modern Herbie. Okay, I'll take it. Do you know that this car ZZXKL it appeared in episode five hundred seven with Gonzo and the chickens for working at the car wash blues? I. Loved that sketch, working at the car wash. That was one of so, the best ones. I love when Gonzo's with the chickens. I love that Gonzo had to come in to, to help translate for this car that he already has history with a yeah. few episodes it's maybe, ago. It's actually his car. Yeah. So he had to come. He knows how to talk to it. Working out of the car. And that's the one where he, like, was an executive. And he was this. Yeah. And he's like, all these fantasy scenarios uh-huh. of Gonzo. And I think the chickens sang that The chicken song, right? was the secretary. Yes. And they, yes. like. His chicken was the secretary. <laughs> My fucking God. Oh, boy. That should be a show. <clears throat> 
oh, that could be a show, right? We could pitch that. That's part of Gonzo's whole thing. And we, we, the show that we pitched for Gonzo was called like Home is Where You Park It, right? And he, he drove an RV. Or we can, we can do a show called like The Gons. The, the Gons. <laughs> or like, he's like an Italian mob leader. Uh huh. You wanted to basically play your uncle in uh, North Jersey who who's, who steals rims from, and oh he steals them and gives them to you know the less the needy. Yeah, come on, it's real Robin Hood shit. <laughs> With Marvin Suggs on the operating table, medical equipment prompts a conga in veterinarian's hospital. Oh my God, Marvin Suggs. Okay, so I wanted to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So Piggy and Suggs are both in this. Yeah. You oh, weird. can yeah. clearly see that Frank is playing Suggs. The way he moves. Uh Uh-huh. He's doing his, like, classic, like... Like, the way that Frank moves a Muppet is so... There is a very specific... Yes. Because Fozzie moves like that a lot, where, like, the hands are separate from the body. Like, this, like... This, like... Yeah. (laughs) I No one can see what we're doing. We're mimicking it perfectly, The way that Frank Oz does dancing through a Muppet, you Mm -hmm. know it's Frank Oz. Absolutely. I mean, it is a good thing. Yeah. But yeah, he was definitely Marvin in this. Dr. Bob, Nurse Janice, and Nurse Piggy join, followed by a number of patients, including a rabbit, droop, cat gut, Doris, and various whatnots. Can you click on cat gut? Yeah, let's see cat gut. Is he the one with the eye patch? No, he doesn't have the eye patch. Oh, but he's so cat dirty gut's kinda looking. Cat gut's kind of He is very dirty looking. Pardon this ad. Oh my god, look, is that Jim underneath him? Yeah. In this bit here. Weird. Cat gut is a scruffer. Designed by Jim Henson, Michael Frith, and Carolee Wilcox. Performed by Jim and Phyllis Marshall. Nice. Just curious. You know me. I'm, yeah. I love the cats. Oh, next up is our UK spot. Whatnots take part in a French sidewalk cafe sketch. Lovers sweet talk each other. While the garçon plays La Cien This was so fun. So I think that they had so many good French stereotypes in this. Like all the insults. Why does this keep happening to us? So like you, like you were just in France. Yeah. So you have like a, la. a fresh, fresh mind. I'm of, fresh in the France. Yeah, that's very weird. Yeah. No, it was really good though. And then uh, I think whoever Jim was playing was like, well, that's the worst French accent or whatever. The dancing couple are joined by Miss Appleby, the French poodle, the Afghan hound, two penguins, and a crocodile. And even the sidewalk trees dance along. The sketch ends when a whatnot hits the garçon over the head with a glass bottle. When I was in France, one of the, like, I get, I don't know if he was a waiter or he was just, he was a worker at the restaurant. He literally, I mean, he was really teasing this one guy I was with. And then he eventually throws a napkin in his face. Oh, really? And I was just like, (laughs) I love this. This is so not like being in the U.S. (laughs) Like, but it was like as a, it was aggressive, but also a joke. Like aggressive yet playful. Yeah, yeah. Where like, yeah, and if just being happened, like, you look like shit. <laughs> what can that, I get? Yeah, looks like you need a drink. York. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> Next, the Robin joins Jean Pierre in his dressing room and asks if he's going to rehearse. She'd okay. like to stick around and listen. Oh, it's a girl. She says that birds love flute music, and Jean-Pierre says flautists love birds. I have to ask you a question about the sketch. He proceeds to play The Little Shepherd as 
The room is slowly filled with other birds. Okay, so this for I want to talk about this very first bird. Okay. This very first robin. Mm-hmm. Do they stand out to you? I don't remember now. No. <laughs> there's no picture of it? There is. There's all the birds. There's oh, not there's just... there's only all the birds. There's Feed only the all birds, the birds. Toppins. Um, okay. So I have one of my notes mm-hmm. that I think that Scooter is an, a- an unregistered animagus. <gasps> and I think that... Megan. He's also into the dark. Me- Can you stand up and see? Is this the bird you're talking about? Because that's Scooter. Yes. Yeah, that's Scooter. That's fucking Scooter. That's he, Scooter. Dog. He's an animagus. Scooter's an unregistered animagus. Unregistered animagus. And that bitch I also and Rita think, Skeeter. I think that he's also into the dark. I don't think Rita Skeeter is into the dark arts, but I, I kind of think Rita Skeeter doesn't have time for the dark no, arts. No, no. She's, She's too a busy. columnist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's too busy. Um. Scooter, though, definitely, I think, like, a follower of Aleister Crowley, if I had to You think so? Oh, yeah. You How think, did he get that jacket? From a demon. Think, he got the jacket from a demon. Do you think Alice Cooper introduced them? Crowley. Maybe a few episodes ago. Alice when, Cooper introduced... Scooter to the dark arts. Maybe. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I like that we that we we were we're building this canon that has happened on what we've already been presented I'm on this show. I'm starting to really understand Scooter in a different way, especially now that I see him in his animagus form. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's absolutely him. I'm glad that you pointed that. No, out. that's Scooter. That's absolutely Scooter. <laughs> we see you, dude. Yeah. Oh my god! And now there's a picture of him down here. Okay. In Muppet Labs, Bunsen presents an electric sledgehammer, which he intends to drive a nail into a wooden block. This was basic. Beaker pushes the button to start it up, but it moves in the opposite direction, hitting Beaker over the head repeatedly. Bunsen thinks he's broken it, but the hammer swings over to the other side, slamming Bunsen's finger against the nail. And it's, it was, actually, it's funny, because it's, it's Muppet Labs. We haven't seen Muppet Labs in a We haven't, and any time they start, I love the way it starts with it. Yeah, yeah. And you see the clock or whatever. You're like, I like that. And what's great about this one is it carries over into the next sketch. I love anytime the sketches hold over, honestly. Yeah. Especially for some reason with the Muppets Newsman. So in Muppets News Flash, the newsman announces that the Muppets Lab electric sledgehammer has escaped. There is no need to panic, however, since the hammer only attacks really wimpy nerds. At which time the newsman is attacked by the hammer. Oh my god. Very stupid. Backstage, the newsman complains that there's too much violence on the newscasts. As Kermit announces that the Pied Piper sequence is next, Scooter informs him that the rats have filed an official protest that the story doesn't cast them in a good light. They don't refuse to go on, but Scooter says they've changed the story a little. I thought this was a very funny thing already. I like that we now have, like, Rizzo is fully here, and Rizzo, I feel like, is going to help these rats form a more perfect, like, form kind of a union for them. Mm-hmm. They're the rat workers. Sometimes they're just called the rats. We have a rat. Rizzo has a name. These other rats maybe need a name. Yeah. Rizzo's trying to make sure that what happened to the chickens doesn't happen to the rats, I yeah. think. Because the chickens are just Camilla and the chickens. Rizzo, I don't think, wants it to become just Rizzo and the rats. I think he wants to do the work to make sure the rats yeah. get representation. In the, the final number consists of a telling of the Pied Piper of Hamlin, 
With the roles of the rats and children reversed, the rats play the townspeople who are fed up with the babies overrunning their this town. This was fucking brilliant. So they hired the Pied Piper, played by Jean-Pierre, who unites the babies in a performance of Ease On Down the Road that serves to force the rats out of town. This has got to be one of the best finales ever. One of the fucking best. This episode all around was like fine until this happened. This episode, the finale was, the the opener and the finale were terrific. Yes. Everything else in the middle was like fine. Yeah. It really was. It was like, uh, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like, you know, it was kind of like run of the mill Muppet show. This, I, those babies freak the shit out of me. Those babies biting the houses yes. with the wood pieces in their mouths. God damn oh it. Oh my so God. So weird. And the rats with the fucking fake German accent. Mm-hmm. I love everything about this. Why? Is, it, is the Pied Piper a German story? No. I thought that right? was some like, British shit. I thought so too. So this, of course, is the song from The Wiz. Written by Charlie Smalls from 1975. The song rules, too. Like, Ease On Down the Road is actually pretty good. I love it. Ease On Down. Were you in The Wiz when we were in high school? No. No. Okay. That's the only one that I saw. No, that was the year after we graduated. Pied Piper of Hamlin. Blah, blah, blah. Hamlin oh, sounds like a that British myself. thing. Pied Piper of Hamlin. I can click that. It's a folktale oh, known today from collections of storytelling. It's a Brothers Grimm story. It okay. is German. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh. All right, fine. I don't know my shit, but I just felt like the way they decorated the scene didn't feel very German to me. No. But that Germanic architecture would look... Yeah, you know what? We are giving them a hard time, huh? Yeah. They used what they got. Yeah. They use their like little sound of music. But set you know what? Whatever, right? The German the sound of music set in Australia. No, I know, <laughs> but like that's what I'm saying. Like they yeah. use whatever they got. Like not. Um. Just give yourself a sniff. Smelling myself. Um, I'm trying new fragrance. What am I saying in my brain? Oh, the German accent for the rats, though. It holds up. It was mm-hmm. good enough. It was a win. Good enough. On the Pied Piper set, Kermit thanks Jean-Pierre Rampal for being their guest. Jean-Pierre says he enjoyed working most with Miss Piggy and can't wait until her voice gets better so they can have a long conversation in French. You know, now that I'm saying that, we're completely missing the weird little subplot of Piggy not wanting to speak French to him. Or was that last week's episode? No, that's this week's episode. That's this episode, mm-hmm. right? She's She basically said she had laryngitis. She couldn't speak. It's even in the, the description for this episode. This episode's description, to remind you from what I read last week, Miss Piggy is cornered by flautish Jean-Pierre, who asks to speak French with her. She claims to have laryngitis, whispering, My vocal coach told me not to speak French. I'm not even supposed to eat French fries. Well, what's funny is that this she doesn't didn't, show up in the notes she anywhere even, else. She didn't even like change her voice. She basically no. said, "Oh, I just can't speak French." Wait, another thing that happens is, what do they say about her? She's a star, or she's a something, but she's a she's delusional. Like I forget what they said about her. They were really mean. They were about, really mean yeah. about her. They're I don't remember now either. But that's so weird that none of it is in like these like this guide notes that like it's just kind of passed over. Because it was kind of like meh. I, I have to say like it, I think it's a good idea or it's been a good idea to get people who do different things and feature different types of artists on yeah. the show. Eh. I completely agree. I don't know who this man was at the time. Should we do fine. that? Should we do that? 
It wasn't like if they had the guy from Perfect Strangers on pretending that he was a French guy. Why? Balky? Why was I like, oh yeah, that you just said that and to me that clicked in my brain. We're, I don't know, we've been doing this show too too long together that I'm like, that makes sense. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. What the fuck would that make sense for? Because I feel like Balky would have been a better guest. He would have known how been. to interact with the Muppets better. Oh, did I tell you? Okay, so we had talked about writing our own episode after we're done, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, to yeah. make up our own episode of the Muppet Show. Because we're skip, we've decided to skip the one uh-huh. guy. And I figured mine out. I'm so excited. What? I have my guest. Oh, it's okay. I have my guest star planned. Okay. So my we're each star- going to write our own? I'm going to tell you right now. Yes, I think we should, if that's okay with you. That's fine with me. So I, I want to let you know hearing about it. that my guest star that I wrote, that I'm in my head so far writing, is a um, musician. Popular at the time, of course. He's, type, he's period appropriate. It's a man. David Byrne. No. No. That would have been good, though. David Byrne. That writes itself. No, mine is, mine is going to be... It's good. It's good. I'll take your word for it. Okay. Here is Jean-Pierre's Wikipedia. You ready? Jean-Pierre Louis Rampal was born January 7th, 1922 and died May 20th. <clears throat> died May 20th, 2000. He was a French flautist. Rampal popularized the flute in the post-World War II years. Recover, recovering flute compositions from the Baroque era oh, and spurring contemporary was... composers such as Francis Polinick to create new works that have become modern standards in flautists' repertoires. Very cool. That is, yeah, interesting. So he's just like kind of like like Wolverine. He's the best at what he does. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that there was like a piece by him that was like, you know, super notable that we would maybe have heard. Because otherwise, I feel like he he was a very good flautist, but I just don't really know. All I can think is one time at band camp. Do you remember when that was a thing? I do. You know, she's on she's on uh, um, Dancing with the Stars right now, right? As of this recording, she is still on Dancing with the good Stars. Good for her. Allison Hennigan's terrible. Oh, is she? She's terrible. At dancing. I don't know why I'm, I'm watching stars. Dancing with the Stars because I'm like kind of been surrounded by old ladies lately. Mm-hmm. No, you I know? get it. That's why I used to watch The View too. But so, you love The View. I love The View. <laughs> I watched that on my own time. <laughs> but Dancing with the Stars has okay. Last week, not strictly dancing. Do you know, strictly, strictly, come, strictly ball, strictly come dancing. Strictly come yeah. dancing is the UK version, right? Do you know who's on this season at all of Dancing with the Stars? So let me no. educate you. Last week, Mira Sorvino Ooh. lost. What is Mira Sorvino doing on Dancing with the Stars? I have no idea. I'm all about her having a comeback. I all love right. Mira Sorvino. I need to look this up. The week before that, I don't remember who got voted off. The channel off. is something like this on 7. It's on ABC, or you can watch it on... Um, I love how I'm like 7. <laughs> it's on 7. Or you can watch it on um, Dan- Disney+. Plus. But, so... Uh, I watched it originally because Matt Walsh of the UCB4 mm-hmm. was on, and he got voted off the first episode. And I was like, well, that sucks. I wanted to see Matt Walsh dance. Barry Williams, Greg Brady from um, The Brady Bunch, he's on it this season. Allison Hannigan, as I said. Um, like, you know that, what is her name, Kyle Richards from, like, The Real Housewives or whatever, her hu- ex-husband... Current, future ex-husband, Derek whatever you want to call Hugh, it. Derek Hugh, Valentine. Well, Derek oh, Huff is one of the, is oh, the, Huff. like, I he's the him judge. Him. 
Oh, okay. Wait, where are the contestants? I don't feel like there's anyone, like, great on it right now. The little, the young girl from... Well, here's me or Savannah. Doctor Charity Strange 2. <clears throat> but, yeah. Jamie Lynn Spears? Jamie Lynn Spears lost, like, two weeks ago, I was maybe. like, isn't she canceled, too? She got, she got, got, I feel like people are getting got for their social, Oh, I'm like, sorry. You know what we haven't talked about? We haven't talked about the Britney Spears book. And this is a better springboard. Go for it. Oh, God. Well, I'm I hope... still... Okay, let me look at my... You go. I'm going to look at my Libby. So I'm waiting in happened. queue for the So much has still. happened since that. So, do you think that Justin Timberlake will continue to be dragged? I hope so. Me too. Oh, my God. Dude, so now I'm 161st in line for this book. There are 20 copies in use. My library has acquired 14 additional copies since I placed my Good. Hold. Damn. So this is what I hope happens. I hope that Britney Spears, you know, she's going to write a part two of this book. I hope Britney Spears lives happily ever after. Yes. Period. 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 Uh-huh. But I would really love it if NSYNC doesn't, even if they go on tour, fine. Mm-hmm. I hope JC Chavez somehow blows up. And his, he should. He's the talented one. And his career does so well. I yeah. think that would just be the cherry on fucking I think top. it really would. So that's what I I'm don't understand for. Justin Timberlake. Like, why he be... Why he... I don't understand why Jessica Biel is still married to him. She is too pretty for him. Yeah. She is too good looking for him. None of that makes sense. Mm-mm. But and yeah, I, every time that I see a clip on Twitter, on whatever... I think it's hilarious that he's getting dragged for speaking like a black person. <gasps> and wearing Africa around his neck. He's so fucking cringy, dude. <laughs> that shit sucks. I'm really looking forward to oh, listening to the book. So this one woman I follow, she's all about like history and education. And what she does is like certain people who are popular, she's like, let's let's explore their history in this country, their uh-huh. family history. Uh, Justin Timberlake's, you know, family, of course, were slave owners. Of course they were. <laughs> they are, I knew where this was going yeah, the second you yeah, suggested Yeah, this. yeah, uh, Wealthy, uh, a, very educated uh-huh. from the beginning. And uh-huh. it's just like it is what it is. So. Everyone has ramen noodle hair that runs in the family. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. That's uh, nuts, yeah. So, Britney Spears, nice to hear that people were helping her, mm-hmm. like Goldie Hawn's daughter. Really? Kate yeah. Hudson? Yeah. And um, some other folks. Yeah. Uh, it's nice to hear that. But, God, these men just, like, totally, 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 totally. Kevin freaking Federline. Mm-hmm. What the hell, guys? Why you guys hate on Britney so much? So what? So what know. if she has a little attitude? So yeah. what if she's a bitch to you Pepsi's because Pepsi. you were like, like whatever? I agree. Pepsi is Pepsi. Just between you and me, how much Pepsi do you think you drink on an average day? I really do like Pepsi. Really? What's your I favorite really kind? Do. My favorite kind of Pepsi. Pepsi's Pepsi. Well, you don't drink Diet Pepsi or no? Pepsi just, re- just, just, re- Pepsi just reg- regular like, Pepsi. Who cares? The one thing that I saw that was kind of cool was a statement that, like, you know, she. She was told, or however the conversation went down, by Justin Timberlake to get an abortion after she had gotten pregnant with a child with him. And someone saying, like, hey, this should be noticed that abortion care is sometimes for men also in this instance. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not just about vilifying this woman. You need to make sure that, you know, like, I, you know, it's not... Well, yeah, I mean, it was him who wanted the abortion, and she did it for him. And I, and I... Look, they were really young mm-hmm. or whatever, but like the fact that she had to do it in a painful way at yeah. home 
and he was basically a prick about it. Yeah. Disgusting. That shit sucks. No, it sucks. You know, I'm like, he's no looking at me right now on my bookshelf. I have the Southland Tales graphic oh, yeah. novel right there, and he literally is peeking. I'm going to take a picture of it so you can see here. Oh. Do you see his face there? Yeah, that's him, right? At the top, yeah. Oh, it's him here. Yeah. That's Sean William I Scott. I, on the oh, my God. Part. Whatever happened to Sean William Scott? I don't know. And he was, like, funny. He and was funny. He's just gone. This guy fucks sheeps. Throws him out of the van. You know, it, that wasn't him in that movie, but, right? The no. song Scotty Doesn't Know. No, that, that's not. I don't think that's him. That's Matt that. Damon, right? That's the movie Euro Trip. That was playing in a bar the other day that I was in. Why? Euro Trip. Why? Oh, Megan. Okay. Let's wrap up this episode. Uh, You got any closing thoughts on Jean-Pierre Rompal? Mm. Am I saying his name right? Ooh la la. I hope so. C'est bon. All around, a pretty good bookends to an episode, right? Great, nice opening. Great, great, great ending. Ends. Yeah, great endings. Next week, we're going to watch the Paul Simon episode, Meg. Oh. You excited for that one? I am. I happen to be a fan of Paul Simon and Simon and Garfunkel and a lot of things that have to do with Paul Simon. I like Paul Simon. <laughs> All right. Join us next week as we watch episode 511, Paul Simon. Paul inspires Gonzo to be a songwriter. Unfortunately, Gonzo writes songs like For You. For you, I wash my hair with sticky glue. I'd fry my legs and eat them too. I'd put a spider in my shoe. For you. Paul is stunned. Later, Gonzo's chickens run off with Paul. So Gonzo develops a new obsession, asparagus. But at the end of the episode, both the chickens and the asparagus run away. When Paul asks for chicken with a side of asparagus. But at the end of the episode, both the chickens and the asparagus run away when Paul asks for chicken with a side of asparagus. And that's a classic sort of Muppet thing. That where they a, like yeah. say they're going to eat the uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. That's like season one, season two things. That's Yeah, we're going to blow shit up or we'll eat it. That's like Cookie Monster's whole deal, right? All right, so join us next week as we watch the Paul Simon episode. You can follow us online at ITTWTM. I think we should start a Blue Sky account. What do you think? I got a a passcode, so we can start one of those. You can message us. We can start a Blue Sky account. You can write a nice review on uh, uh, Apple Podcasts or the podcasting platform of your choice. It will only allow you to write five-star reviews. I'm so sorry you can't do anything less than that. Um, <laughs> and until next week. Thanks for the gumball, Jumpa.